Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like updating turbines at one of our Indiana wind farms and producing more oil and gas with fewer operational emissions in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. WQAD Podcast Network. The Cities with Jim Mertens, a production of WQPT, PBS for the Quad Cities region, a podcast in partnership with WQAD. What's going on in the Quad Cities? Activities, events, fun, politics, sports, local issues and opinions. And now, your host, Jim Mertens. I'm Jim Mertens, and this is the Cities Podcast. A welcoming group of cities, that's what we want to be. But tourism around the world was knocked on its knees as the COVID-19 pandemic started to spread 22 months ago. Well, in some ways it's coming back as a new variant is threatening international travel. But what about here at home? During this holiday season, is this important industry starting to, dare I say, thrive once again? We talked with Dave Harrell, president and CEO of Visit Quad Cities. Dave, I mean, it's not a light switch. You're not going to turn it back on and instantly tourism reappears. But how has the process gone over the past year? Well, first, uh, great to be with you, Jim, and uh, appreciate the conversation. It's definitely not going to be um, uh, turn the light switch on um, or you know move the, the faucet. It's, uh, it's a slow burn. Uh, tourism, economics, and all of the experts that analyze uh, the travel and tourism industry, it, it's going to be a few years until we get back to 2019 uh, numbers. And those non-resident revenues are so critical to our economic development and the things that we're trying to do to move the Quad Cities regional destination forward. But it's going to be a slow burn. It's going to take a couple years, uh, but we still need to continue to press on the gas and have the sense of urgency to do the things that we're, we're doing so that we are not in a competitive disadvantage against the communities and, uh, and the states that we're competing with every day. Yeah, because let's be honest, you're in the same boat as everyone else. So, so the question is, can you make the Quad City recovery quicker or at least not slower than the competition? Yeah, it's all about how you're, you're positioning your community and your destination. And so for us, you know, we've got to remain um, stable as uh, not only as an organization, and, and we are, but just as a destination. And so the more that we can do to market, promote, um, advertise, uh, sell, um, and, and do that now, and do that with a sense of urgency, then that's going to hopefully put us in a much better position in 2023, 2024, 2025, and and beyond. And what everyone needs to realize, it's a hyper-competitive space anyway. It always has been and always will be. But the pandemic has exasperated this, you know, very much. And every city around the United States and, quite frankly, the globe is kind of going through the same um, exercise that we are here in the QC. And so we have got to do whatever we can to make sure that we're you know, competitive and relevant doing the things that uh, we need to do. We look at that 20 percent drop in 2020, 20 percent drop in tourism dollars spent in the Quad City area. 
huge number, huge impact also on local taxes as well. But you were saying that you were surprised that it wasn't more. Yeah, when we went into this, you know, we, we spent a lot of time um, in, in sort of research mode and working with both the state of Illinois, the state of Iowa, uh, Tourism Economics, U.S. Travel Association, Smith Travel Research, all of the business intelligence, you know, partners that, that we work with within this space. And, you know, we were actually forecasting uh, at a baseline at least a 30 percent um, dip year over year from 19 to 20. So I, I'm, I'm always going to look at silver linings. I'm always going to take out the, the positive nuggets. And so to only you know, be that 21 and a half percent down year over year, you know, obviously not happy about it. And, and certainly we need to do everything we can to kind of get back to where we were to level set uh, the visitor economy, but to only be at 21 and a half versus what we were forecasting, I think is a, is a silver lining for tourism. Um, and that's, that's really our perspective on it right now. How much of that 20% do you think has been made back in 2021? I mean, is it possible to, to venture a guess right now? I, I think it's too soon. And, and I think, you know, what we've learned and, and obviously as a business, we, we've been adapting and that agility, I think, has really helped our destination in terms of how we're competing against um, our comp sets. But I think it's, it's too early. And a lot of that is just because of the uncertainty of, of travel. And, and I think for us, you know, you, you can really look at the math around it and put together some forecasts and project out. But I think what COVID and that, that disruption that it's had um, in the marketplace, it's, it's much harder to predict on when we think we're going to get back to any sort of, let's call it normalcy from an economic standpoint. And, and really, I, I think by 2024, that's when we're going to get back to where, okay, now we're in this mode, unless there's any, you know, major disruptions that happen within um, that time parameter. But I think it's going to be a couple of years until we can kind of get back to that 2019 number, which is record years for not only the quad cities, but just travel and tourism in general domestically. When I talked to you a year ago, you were really worried because of the large event centers not being able to hold these, these big events yeah. and the trickle-down domino effect, let's say, at the Taxlayer Center and that impacted downtown Moline or things that would happen at the uh, River Center or at the Adler that would affect downtown uh, Davenport. I can keep going, of course, the Waterfront Convention yeah. Center in Bettendorf sure. of course. And, and the Rust Belt as well in East Moline. Now that they're having events, that's a big progress for the Quad City area for tourism. It is. You know, I, I think those destination assets and the venues and the facility partners that we have within our portfolio are, are critical to our economy because as they are programmed and activated, um, you know, whether it's, you know, local events or events that, you know, we're working on uh, daily to recruit into the, to the marketplace, it, it's got a huge um, ripple effect from um, an economic, you know, perspective, because it's not just necessarily about those direct revenues that are flowing into those facilities, but it really impacts the entire, um, you know, system. And so there's, you know, direct spending, there's, there's obviously indirect and, and induced, but I mean, you're going to see impacts, you know, you're going to have the usual suspects, hotels, restaurants, attractions, uh, those kind of things, but it's everything. I mean, it could be um, airport revenues, gaming revenues, um, 
you know, amusement taxes, um, you know, F and B, like the list goes on, but then the supply chain too, and the people that are connected to the visitor economy, it could be florists that are providing a centerpieces at the tax lawyer center. It's a whole variety of things within the ecosystem. And that's why having these venues, you know, back and, and having a, a firm strategy and plan to activate them to get our economy rolling um, again is, is important because they are economic development, you know, engines. Um, they, they bring a lot of prosperity into the community, but they're also uh, good for our soul and our emotional well-being because we want to go do things and experience those things um, in in our community. And and so it's uh, with a watchful eye, we got to continue to make sure that those uh, that those venues are activated. And I think I've been pleased with 2021 in terms of just seeing that level of activation which uh, is, is hopefully going to be something that you'll see into 2022 and beyond. Right now we're in the midst of the holiday season. Do you feel that there is this comeback right now? I mean, you're seeing some of the uh, uh, downtowns that are, that are making this huge effort to get people to shop locally. And, and you're seeing events like Festival of Trees that are back. I mean, are you noticing, obviously you're noticing a huge difference this holiday compared to last. Yeah, huge. I, I think anecdotally, I, if you, you're seeing um, human beings gather, and at Visit Quad Cities, you know, we like to say that we're in the gathering business and seeing our downtowns um, come alive and thrive. And whether it's through, you know, Festival of Trees or, you know, things like the Holiday Hop or Chris Kindle Market or things happening in LeClaire and Silvis. I mean, pick your, your, your community within our family communities. And so you're seeing that, that high level of activity and you're seeing people in the streets um, and they're doing things. And so that's been uh, critical um, during the holiday season. And we're hoping that will continue um, to pace along as we kind of work towards recovery. And that's really the goal. So tell me what the plan is for 2022. <clears throat> well, I think, you know, a, a few things. I, I think the thing that we've got to continually focus on, you know, tourism is economic development. Um, I'm very uh, bullish on the Quad Cities uh, future and how we're positioned as it relates to doing things within uh, this space. I think the forecast that we have for 2022 is, is great. If you look at our shoulder season coming into calendar year 2022, we've got some events, um, larger ones in March that were uh, canceled um, in, uh, in 2020 that are going to come back. And I think that's um, exciting. An event like Gathering in the Green, a couple thousand people, brings people from, you know, every uh, state in the continental, you know, United States to, to be here. So I think, you know, we're very bullish um, on uh, on the future in 2022. I think the other things that I think we're always going to have to just be mindful of is that leisure travel uh, sector. That's that's gaining uh, continual steam. Like that, that's not slowing down because of the high demand for people that are just wanting to go do things. And that road trip, that 200 mile radius point to the Quad Cities will, will be really critical in our marketing and promotional efforts. Where we're concerned is in the meeting and event, you know, convention, conference space, group travel, um, and then transient business travel. We need the business community to get out there and start traveling again. We need that Monday through Thursday, you know, to be um, robust again because, those business travelers are really critical to our economy. That we need those non-resident revenues. They're directly impacting our quality of life. And so whatever we can do to, to get the business community in the Quad Cities activated and know that, hey, bring your bring your customers in, um, you know, bring your suppliers, you know, have those, 
have those meetings here. And we know there's efficiencies. Um, and, and certainly we learned that through, through COVID, but um, there's nothing better than that human interaction and that face-to-face uh, relationship and that connectivity. And so we need that. And not only do we need that just for um, the, the human side of things that we do, but we need it for our economy. When you're talking about the economy, you also have a new COVID variant. We've got, as you mentioned, supply chain problems. How do you think that's going to impact the local tourism area, in, in, especially in this new year? Well, it, it already is. I, I think it, it, it has so many um, impacts um, and, and they're adverse. You know, you, you got you to gotta make sure that, you re- that you're mindful of, of what's happening within the supply chain world because it does create um, challenges. Um, there's 8,000 people that work um, within the tourism space, the hospitality space in the Quad Cities, and that industry has suffered the, the greatest. And the things that are connected to that industry from a supply perspective are, are vitally important. And so we've got to continue to watch that because it does impact the, the greater visitor economy. And so the visitor economy is not just necessarily you know, an overnight stay and, and a guest in a hotel room. It's, it's a variety of things um, on so many different levels. And so um, it, gives us, uh, it gives us concern. Um, and I think we need to continue to, to watch it. Um, and things like inflation um, and those macroeconomic issues that, that we face um, every day as, uh, as an economy, we've we got to make sure that we're watching it because it does impact travel. It impacts tourism. And, uh, and sometimes people are a little tighter in the pocketbook and we want them to come here and hopefully they'll come to the Quad Cities so we can give them a big hug and hopefully flip them over and all their money flows out. That's really the objective. When you're talking about major events in the Quad Cities, we just got one. The opening of the new I-74 bridge. People can zip across between Iowa and Illinois, between Bettendorf and Moline. But your role will be to make sure they're not zipping across but instead taking a couple of those exits. I know Moline is really talking about their downtown as well as Bettendorf, making it a magnet for people actually to get off the interstate and visit the downtowns. Is there a plan in place for that? You know, there is. I, I think if you, if you always draw back to the destination vision and strategic plan that Visit Quad Cities embarked on, that wasn't just necessarily um, our organization's strategic plan. It, it's intent. And what that has become is really the regional plan for how we're attacking uh, tourism in in a 21st century, you know, economy. And so we're using that plan. Um, there are things like the I-74 bridge and how to activate those spaces. I know the city of Moline's got a wonderful uh, partner in ULI that's kind of laid out a framework for what we can do um, in downtown Moline. I think our friends in the city of Bettendorf and how they're activating, you know, that space and then all around um, the, the region, whether it's, you know, Davenport and their, and their downtown, you know, plans and the things that you're seeing, you know, come alive with things like Quinlan Court and, and others are very exciting. And so I think there's a tremendous amount of momentum, but the I-74 bridge I think is just a real, not only inflection point in our history, but I think it's going to be a catalyst for how we're going to approach economic development. I think it's going to be huge for our brand and our story, but also from a tourism perspective, you know, people ask us about that every day. And the fact that now we can activate our world renowned river and, uh, and do that at this new I-74, you know, bridge where people can walk across a run, bike, look through an Oculus, do the whole thing. The fact that we can light it up, um, you know, during, 
uh, events and those kind of things, I think gives us a really great opportunity to just to galvanize our region as it relates to how we're marketing and promoting uh, the QC. So really excited about the bridge. And, uh, and definitely, I think, um, within like the next uh, several years, I'm so excited about what's going to happen in those two downtown uh, footprints with Bettendorf and Moline that are connected to the I-74 bridge. So I think the sky's the limit. And, uh, and I think it's going to be, like I mentioned earlier, like we, we are in the gathering business, and I think the I-74 bridge and that entire swath of land on both sides of the river will be a major gathering hub for quad citizens and, uh, and visitors. That's Dave Harrell, President and Chief Executive Officer of Visit Quad Cities. Thanks for listening to The Cities with Jim Mertens. And watch The Cities Thursday nights at 7, Sunday afternoon at 4, and Monday night at 6 on WQPT, PBS for the Quad Cities region. WQAD Podcast Network.